0: Hello, everyone. It is Pierce, host of the PJ's cast. And if you enjoy listening to the PJ's cast as much as we do recording it, please leave a positive review, subscribe, and share with friends, no matter what platform you may be on. We love discussing the Chicago Blackhawks and, of course, the game of hockey, but we want to reach this out to a wider audience and doing all those things really help us out. So once again, if you enjoy the PJ's cast, please leave a positive review, subscribe, and share with friends. And I hope you guys enjoyed the upcoming podcast episode. Welcome everyone to the PJ's Cast. I'm your host, Pierce, Sean, of so my good pal Schmidty, and probably by the time you hear this, uh, this will be completely out of date. We're recording this uh, Sunday morning, 9:44 uh, a.m. Uh, Mountain Standard Time, and yeah, there's probably going to be like three trades. Like as as soon as we're we're done right recording, there's going to be no trades. As soon as we uh, we're done recording, there's going to be like five trades. So. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so we have a lot talked about, uh, a lot to talk about here. Geez, words tough. Um, so the first things first, obviously. Brandon Hagel got traded to Tampa Bay for two firsts in twenty twenty three and twenty twenty four, and they also got Boris Kachuk and Taylor Radish. And we were saying all along that uh, Blackhawks should not trade Brandon Hagel unless they get just an offer that. Blows their socks off, and uh, that was definitely the offer. Um, I saw the Darren Drager tweet where he said that, um, Toronto, like Chicago and Toronto, were trying to work a trade out with uh, Hagel and Fleury going there, and then potent them getting Mrazic Knives and a first round pick back, which didn't work out because I think Fleury one didn't want to go there, and two, Toronto didn't want to pay that price so. Um, what are your thoughts on the trade? I think this is a great trade for the Blackhawks and a great way to kick things off, especially for Kyle Davidson.
1: Oh, yeah. I was like everyone that I talked to and they asked, I just say, like, this is what Kyle Davidson needed to kickstart the rebuild. That was always what his intention was in mind. This prospect pool is so barren and we just need to get more bodies in the system in general. And this is the kind of trade that does that. You get two NHL players who. Haven't necessarily cracked the NHL lineup yet, but they've been on Tampa, so it's probably been hard for them to crack the roster. Yeah, they played. They, uh, from what I saw from them yesterday against Minnesota, uh, I like Kachuk's game a lot. I think he could be a good bottom six. Four had a breakaway, course.
0: almost scored. Oh, that should have been a penalty shot. Like I thought he got hooked, but um, yeah. I think almost scored too. Like he was on the power play he tipped the shot just right. Like I, I, I liked what I saw from them. Oh when yeah. And like they're going to get
1: opportunities in the system. Uh, I think you pointed out in the chat that they're on really good contract extensions. Yeah,
0: three years, seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars for the next three years. Well, two after this season. That's really good. good.
1: That's really good. Uh, like, not necessarily like that. Like this team's going to be cap strapped, but like we talked about it last year with like Entwistle and Hardman when you sign the extensions like that, it just gives you roster flexibility. Um, I I kind of like Kyle Davidson's approach to getting later first round picks. You like I feel like we talk about this all the time, trading first round picks years in advance. Like that's really playing with magic beans both ways, in my opinion. Tampa, I'd say it's pretty safe because they have everyone locked up.
0: Yeah, I love how they, they they made it top ten protected as if that was gonna happen. <laughs> I
1: know, right? Um but they they literally got what they wanted
0: in return because Kyle
1: Davidson pretty much it sounded like he kept the price exactly where he wanted to
0: keep it which
1: I give him credit for sticking to his guns. Yeah, he stuck
0: to his guns, and he got the return he wanted. Mm -hmm.
1: And um, I'm not going to lie, when they initially traded with Tampa, I was not too thrilled. Oh, I mean, no, I don't
0: think any of us were because I think all of us were expecting a top-end prospect, which Tampa really doesn't have because obviously they're a cup contender. We, we see them trade away guys like Nolan Foot in the past for Blake Coleman. I think as soon as you saw that, you're thinking, oh, well, Tampa Bay, one, they're going to get a prospect that's probably not going to be good at two. They're, they're going to get a first-round pick from this year. which Realistically, it's probably going to be number 32 again. But uh, I really like the gamble by Kyle Davidson to get the 2023 and 2024 picks. One, 2023 is a super deep draft class. If they don't win the lottery this year, they're probably going to have like a top five, top 10 pick next year, plus that first round pick, even if it's, again, going to be in the late 20s, or late 30s, and then 2024 as well, where I, 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 I like the bet by Kyle Davidson that Tampa could decline, maybe not to a point where they're like out of the playoffs, but maybe where they they're don't have team. a great regular season or have a deep playoff run again and maybe they're it's like early 20s to mid 20s instead of late 20s to early 30s
1: I mean, we saw it with the Blackhawks when they were really good and they were all in those deep playoff runs. Like, fatigue to the catch up to the lightning. Eventually.
2: Yeah. I don't know
1: when that will be exactly. I don't think it really has. I think they're just saving their energy right now. <laughs> I saw someone that was like, oh, they're five and five in their last 10. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I saw that. It's
0: like Toronto, five, four and one in their last <laughs> 10. And the sky is falling. Tampa, five, five and oh. Oh, they're a Stanley Cup contender again. Will that happen? I wonder what the difference is. Hmm. Yeah. I, it's a real,
1: it's a real head scratcher. That's I don't what know.
0: happens when one team wins eight playoff series in the last two years, and then and one wins zero. Team. Yeah, and then one nice. has a one-one in an adult life so far. Nice. 18 years.
1: Um. Yeah. Just I. I really like this move for both sides. I. And I've been talking to all my Lightning friends, and they don't agree that it's gonna. Oh, some of them don't agree that it's gonna happen this year. Some do, or that it's definitely gonna happen next year. I think this was just Tampa's Andre Pulot replacement. Going forward because I think Andrew Pilat's gonna price himself out of Tampa this offseason, unless he takes a sweetheart deal, which would be oh, Tampa. It wouldn't
0: surprise, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he won. And why wouldn't you if Roger? But to he deserves
1: play? a raise and he's making like five point five or something. So you gotta think he will be north of six, which is gonna be hard for Tampa to squeeze. Um Tampa gives him so much roster flexibility. He could play everywhere. Uh last night he I think he drew the penalty for the only lightning goal. Um he was great on the four track last night. I was watching the game. He I think they have him with Colton and Joseph, which is hilarious. That's just, yeah. like, all speed. Um, from Tampa's side, it's honestly, like, right now they won the trade. It's just That's how it is because they're going to have Hagel for the next three playoff runs and regular seasons. Yep. And Hagel's only going to get better, I feel like. Maybe the shooting percentage will dip because he is shooting, like, 20. Yeah,
0: he's years. basically scoring a goal on every four shots.
1: Yeah, uh, but, but the way he plays, he'll pick up points another way. And that's, I feel, the biggest thing. And I like that Kyle Davidson got two, two first round picks like in the future because now they have that leverage going forward. Because like, let's we're, say we're
0: again, for the long haul, like Kyle Davidson's going to be there for a while. they. They obviously might, like he's got a long for, leash. Yeah, Danny Wirtz obviously has faith in him, and I think we do too. I think. Well, I definitely do. I don't know about you. Like, I I, I really like. Like I still want to see what he does with Dahan and Kublik. I still think you can get a lot for them, especially with what the market is right now. I love That's how correct. the thing was that uh, it's a buyer's market. The price uh, is gonna be really low. Well remember right. when this was gonna be a quiet deadline? Yeah. Yeah. And then okay. you look at the trades, it's like, uh no, this is definitely a seller's market. Like holy yeah. we're gonna get we're always gonna get into the trades later. But uh, oh man, what was the point I wanted to make? Um Yeah, but I th- I feel this is a trade where I where both sides are happy because um, Tampa Bay obviously they get Brand Hegel for the playoff. He's he's basically their their Blake Coleman, Barkley. Barclay- he's Good- better than Blake Coleman when
1: they picked up Coleman. Like mm-hmm. he's on a fifty-three point pace. I want to say. Like, hey, he's on
0: he's, pace for thirty goals.
1: <laughs> like, come on now. He's having a fantastic season. Um, I I really like that pickup from their perspective. I. It makes a lot of sense from the Blackhawks' perspective. They get young roster players. Maybe one of them pans out. Maybe both of them pan out. Maybe none of them pan out. It's not. It's two options. It's four options for players who can pan out in the future. And I, I think I mentioned it in the chat. Like now, it really comes down to the scouting department. You mm-hmm. have to hit on those picks. You have to hit on all the draft picks going forward. Because yes, it's great when you get all the magic beans, but the magic beans have to grow. And we have seen many times in this organization that they have squandered development with young talent. I, they haven't done it lately. I will say that, like, with the way they're developing the talent in Rockford and whatnot. I know it's Alex Exactly. Blessed. What are they
0: going to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I just – I need patience and I need – they need to hit on these picks because, like, we've seen how good teams can be if they hit on those late firsts. It's simple as that. Like, look at Dallas. Dallas hit on those seconds and first, or late first, and that's kind of how they built their young core right now. Like, Hintz, Robertson, Ottinger, like, guys like that. That's where the Hawks are going to have to make their money because, obviously, there's a reason Tampa gave up those picks. They haven't been able to succeed in getting those late – or picking in the late first lately. And not many teams do. Like, obviously, like, I think that's something like – what is it, like 15 to 30 is a crapshoot or something. Yeah, basically,
0: wow. after like in like the late teens to the 30s, like there's not much of a difference. Say, would there be between like five and like fifteen or whatever? Yeah,
1: and that's and I feel like I think I, I talked about at the deadline and the draft are where Davidson's going to win me over because I want to see where he goes prospect wise when he picks. And I feel like if he gets a prospect in the next two days, that'll really tell us where he wants to go. Because I will say one thing, he's kind of already told you how he wants to build this team a little bit. He's picking up guys with size. He's got Lafferty, who's big and can skate. Radish is like 6'3, six, 6'4. Six, Kachuk's like 6'2, six, 6'3. Six, like he's getting guys with size. So he's kind of alluding to what he wants to build. And I don't blame him because the league's getting, it's becoming a fast, hard-checking league, especially in the Central, I feel like. Like if you're going to go up against a St. Louis four times a year or a Minnesota, you're going to need guys who are going to, like, I don't know if you watched the Minnesota game yesterday, but they oh, were just in class. Yeah, yeah, they were just outclassed. Like that's just that's a better hockey team. That's a team that wants to check hard. It's a team that's a step faster. That's where the Hawks want to be. And I think those are the kind of players Davidson wants going forward in the rebuild. To kind of, I don't want to say like they're going to be like like building block pieces, but they're going to help set the locker room up for like you know the mindset going forward of they have to be a hardworking team if they want to win.
0: Yeah, and you can't just. But at the same time, you can't just get big players that are big. Like you got to get big skilled players. Like you can't just. Got to get people. Players. You got to
1: get players who play hard. Like I, I'm just gonna say it's gonna sound stupid, but you need Brandon Hagel's. Like yeah. you, you need guys who are gonna give their all every shift. And like I'm not the biggest Sam Lafferty fan, but at least he tries every shift. He he, like, he, he, fu-
0: he fucking hustles every shift, man. You can't yeah. you can't ever get mad at him for that. Ryan Carpenter
1: hustles every shift. That's why he's been so successful as a fourth liner in Chicago. Like, if it they turn
0: third round pick.
1: Gosh, that'd be amazing, but if they, yeah, like Deloria, um, jeez, yeah. If if they get like if they can get that middle six talent that can play as hard as the fourth line does, the Hawks can set themselves up well for a while, and that'll be interesting to see where Davidson goes from here. Honestly, because the this roster is going to have some deconstructing, and we've seen from the locker room that it's very mixed on how they were on trading games.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know if you want to get into the Jonathan Tave stuff. Maybe we can do that another episode because I kinda of just wanted to focus on the trade. But yeah, there's the it's it's very mixed. Like I feel like most of the Blackhawks fans are sad that Hagel's gone, but also understand that this is for the better and this is exactly the trade that they needed. And yeah, it sucks that Brent Hagel's gone because no player on this team brought it like he did every game. He brought 110% every game again, hustled every shift and even and even could contribute on offense. But you you just like again the shooting the shooting percentage I I still think he can be a guy that puts twenty goals twenty assists up like yeah. on a year on a year basis but it, it, he's probably he's probably gonna regress especially in Tampa Bay he's probably gonna be getting third line time he might get second power play time I don't know but mm-hmm. the question is like were, were you ever gonna get like this high of an like good good enough, good enough, ugh, good good of an offer for for Brandon Hagel like within the next three years of his contract because I really don't think so.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, let's put it this way. Bowman wouldn't have sold high on Hagel like Davidson just did. Davidson sold high at the end of the day. And that's the that's all you can ask from a GM that's starting a rebuild, in my opinion. You don't hang on to assets too long to where they're not worth selling. I, we talk about it all the time. LA did this with all of their guys. Like, they kept the guys who they needed to keep. In that case, I think it was Kopitar, Brown, and Dowdy. Like, I think those were the only ones they kept. And everyone else got traded. That was just kind of how it was. And it, happen- it didn't happen, like, overnight. Like, everyone didn't get traded.
0: It takes a few years.
1: Exactly. Obviously, I don't think any of us thought Hagel would be the first piece to go, but that just tells you how big his – that should tell you how big his market was. Because I heard, like, the Leafs and the Kings were in on him, which the Kings is surprising. The Kings,
0: me. really? I didn't hear but that. Yeah, I bad. heard the
1: Kings were in on him. So, it. obviously, he was a player who was wanted by a lot of teams. The price got driven up, and I don't blame Kyle Davidson one bit. I will say I did wish he got a first this year, but it kind of speaks volumes when a lot of teams are trading for futures, not this year. Yeah,
0: freaking look at look at Florida, man. Jeez,
1: Florida saw what Tampa did, and they're like, "Fine, we'll one up you." And it's like, Florida, you need to lock up Jonathan Huberdeau before you start trading picks like that. Already, you got to win a
0: playoff series for, before you start doing that.
1: Paproski's on the wrong side of thirty. Like, that's risky. Like Tampa's is not as risky because they literally have that whole core locked up, and they're under thirty. Only one you got to worry about is Stamkos, in my opinion, just because of health and age. But, like, Florida, it's th- that could be a completely different team in two years. Like, all those guys are on bridge deals. Like, this is a two year window that they're in. Maybe. Well, it's it's one year right now, but it's it. I feel like with like the middle six forwards and stuff, it could be a two year window. I don't know. They, Florida's risking it, though. That's all I got Oh, say.
0: definitely. I respect the fuck them draft picks. Uh, Aspect of it, but uh, they they gotta win a playoff series, or else that's cut, that's gonna come back and bite them in the ass because they don't have a pick this year, next year, or the year after that. Nope.
1: And they like it's not like other teams where like they'll trade for a guy and extend them. A lot of these guys are gonna be rentals. Like obviously they extended Montour last year, but did they extend
0: Sandriener? I think they did. Did. Don't they, think they might—they they might, they might have find him when they try. I have no idea, to be honest. Okay,
1: I don't know because, like, I, I got a feeling like Sam Reinhardt and Sam Bennett, and all these dudes are up soon. Like, I'm gonna go look at the cap room.
0: Really. I'm just gonna yeah, go that, look at that that would definitely I, be interesting to look at. But I'm really curious. Yeah, but kind of to wrap up the the Brandon Hagel trade again, like, so, just just from from what you hear about Brandon Hagel, works his ass off every game, can bring the offense. But like, you can put him anywhere in the lineup, and he'll succeed but he's he's a complimentary guy look at tampa bay they traded up for him and and he's on their third line which is where he should be on a Stanley Cup winning team he's wow. not he's not a guy you build around uh, contrary to what m- some people think but I, I think that's a, that's a great trade for Kyle Davidson. Obviously, there's still Calvin DeHaan, Dominic Kubelik, Ryan Carpenter, maybe even Marc-Andre Flair to be moved. I, we, might even, we might even find out this podcast if that does happen. But mm-hmm. I, I really like Kyle Davidson sticking to his guns and getting exactly what he needed for uh, – this organization and again like danny words has full trust in him full faith in him he's going to be he has a long leash he's going to be in here for the long run like the the prospect they pick in 2023 at that draft pick in 2024 they're probably not going to be like they're not going to be in the nhl like till the last couple of years of seth jones contract Like this is going to be long but it's the the biggest thing is that there's finally some direction and something to look forward to
1: 100 percent, and like at the end of the day that pick might be used for something else we don't know
0: like, exactly. Like you don't even have you like model. you don't have to use it that first round pick. You can player, get it. like
1: you have more assets to use than you did yeah. yesterday. And that's the biggest thing it comes down to at the end of the
0: day. And kind uh, of just like a sorry. Oh, you go. Uh kind of just like a note on Boris Kachuk and uh Taylor Radish. Like they're they're pretty they're pretty similar players. Like again, you brought up their big bodies. They went in the same draft. Uh, Tampa took them both in the second round, the same round that Alex Debrinket went in and in end in the same year and Funny enough, Radish, Taylor Radish played with Dylan Strom and Alex Debrinkit for the Erie Otters 26-2017, where they won they won the OHL championship and they almost won the Memorial Cup. Um from what I've heard, Taylor Radish has a bit, and kind of just looking at the numbers, Taylor Radish seems like he probably has a bit more upside because you look at his his like OHL numbers, like he seemed to be more of a goal scorer. Whereas Boris Kajuk may be like a bottom six guy who may be like a like a heavy body and a penalty killer, whereas Taylor Radish could probably be like a middle six guy and on the power play too, and w- she was already on the first power play. So, anyways, yeah, um, we- we've already brought up Florida, so we might as well get on to the Claude Drew trade. I wanted to bring up the Hamilton home, but again, it doesn't really matter which order we go in. So, um, Florida. Oh man, what what? A, but from the the side of Philly, what a what a that was not a good trade for them for Claude Drew at all. Chuck Fletcher sucks at selling, man. Oh, crap! <laughs> he needs to be fired right away.
1: Drew did pull the Taylor Hall, though. Like, we have to make that clear. Drew said straight up, and that's what you – like, respect. He has a no move. Like, he gets the yep. choice. And he you're said, I only want to go to Florida. So, he was handcuffed. I, it, it does suck for Chuck Fletcher, kind of, because, like, like, I already traded all their draft capital for the next two years. So, you're really picking at the bottom of the barrel. But also, you when put it up, say. Exactly. Slim pickings. Uh, you could have got more roster players, I feel. Not even roster players. Like, you could have got more. You could have got more. And you didn't. If anything, you gave up more than you should have. Like, I don't know why they gave up. Like, obviously, the uh, the couple the couple of the guys that gave up, I think they were 23 and they hadn't made the NHL yet. But they gave up two 23-year-olds in a fifth-round pick in that trade also. Why are you doing that? Like, why are you – it, it doesn't it's really, I,
0: don't, I don't get it. Mm. It's terrible
1: asset management by Chuck Fletcher. Like, I, I, how do you trust this dude with a retool? I don't understand. Rebuild, like, rebuild anything. I don't, I don't
0: trust him because he, he's such a mediocre GM. Holy crap! He just, just
1: sucking. He sees something shiny. He's gonna throw money at it. Like, it, what's the point? Awesome
0: country, baby. Listen, unless Sometimes he big brains
1: this and Claude comes back, like, there's you didn't win this trade. Like Owen Tippett legitimately would have to be a superstar for this trade to go any way in Philly's favor, or they got a hit on that pick, but you trade it for like a 16 year old, like the Hawks. So it's going to be a few years.
0: Like, I mean, Hey, they got, they filled their uh, ginger quota. They got Owen Tippett going back.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. i Cam York. They fill it out. Um, uh, it, I don't get Philly. I feel like we say this all the time. I don't get Philly. I never will. Um, Rasmus starts the line and next captain of the Flyers. That's all I expected. <laughs> Plays the Philly way, that's why. Oh, yeah.
0: the true. Broad Street bully way. Rasmus the line. blocking all those shots. Just like, but like what do you think of the trick? It's
1: like, I, it's just like shockingly, just like that's
0: it. <laughs> like, no, I Chuck Fletcher, he needs to go because we've seen time and time again, Minnesota, they were never good enough to win the cup or even go on a deep playoff run, but they were never bad enough to like totally bottom out and get like a top three draft pick or whatever. And that's the same that's happening in Philly. I don't think they're, they're just, certainly we've seen they're not good enough to make, to even make the playoffs, but they're not that bad to like get like a top three pick, which they might buy the lottery, but it's just mediocre. That's, that's what you can, you can use to describe Chuck Fletcher. And I don't trust him like either going for a rebuild or building it up again, which I don't know how you can. Like it, they just got to get rid of them. So, yeah,
1: I, I I really don't know where Philly goes. Like they're gonna trade Ivan Provorov or something this offseason. season. It's gonna yeah, or
0: Travis Sanheim, which would so so getting
1: blasted into his, into the sun. Kyle Davidson needs to be all over that. Unless yeah. like the unless the defensemen in the minors already like at least three of them. Like, you Ooh, did
0: you just do why Kaiser his goal? I
1: yeah, Wyatt Kaiser looks sick at, at Duluth. Oh man. Just that's pure skill right there, what he did. Like I I wouldn't have never thought that Wyatt Kaiser would be the maybe like one of the higher upside picks that they drafted in that last bit of the regime. Like, he has developed insanely well the last two
0: years. He might be one of the – he might be the best defenseman out of all the ones they drafted, certainly the highest upside. Because he can play – he's a very good two-way defense. Like, he can play defense. He's not a huge guy, but he can skate. Very good with his stick. And now, like, he, he's showing he has offensive upside. But, uh, yeah, enough about the Blackhawks and their prospects and farm system. we got to get back to the uh... – Talking
1: about the Flyers still? Yeah, the fly- well. Oh, I, I looked it.
0: at – oh, so since
1: we're talking about Giroud of the Panthers and I was yeah. saying, like, I don't know how their contracts look for the next three years.
0: And they retained half his salary too, I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, they retained half. Like, it's, it's goofy. Like, they, they just, like, handed Giroud for Florida, basically, in yeah, my okay. opinion.
0: But um, And I remember when Taylor Hall – you brought up Taylor Hall earlier. I remember when Taylor Hall last year did that. A lot of uh, Sabres fans were pretty pissed that they did that. I was like, oh, he's so here and then now he only gets uh, – chose one place. I'm like, well. That's the move. Call. we signed him to a no movement clause, but the, the the cool thing is I saw flyers. Flyers fans loved Claude Drew, obviously, and mm-hmm. uh, like the, like the, he's been there for how long? Like, I think it was drafted there in two thousand. Like he's been with the organization for fifteen years. They loved him, but uh, like they, they did they they, ugh, they did not get mad at him for exercising his no movement clause and going to Florida at all. Which I which I like to see because I don't think it, the players ever fall for that.
1: No, oh, yeah, he, especially for a guy who's never won a cup. So like he he deserves another chance at the playoffs. He's so good in the playoffs, dude. People we'll forget that. Like every time the Phillies been in the playoffs the last decade, Giroux is right at the front helm of like production. Um, so I'm very excited to see where he plays in Florida's top six. Like I don't.
0: I saw he's gonna play with uh, a Barkoff and for or for Haggy. That's what I saw.
1: So, they got, like, two guys that are, like, 60% in the dot on the same line. That's epic. Oh, my God. I was looking
0: at Paul Drew's stats. Like, this guy's still a monster. He's Not only is he great offensively, but you look at his defensive stats, they're really damn good, too, and he can win face-off. He's
1: going to get paid this offseason. Like, he might make this almost the same amount, if not more, than he did on his last contract. Like, some team will pay it. But, like, in terms of Florida with their picks, they basically got most of the core locked up for a two-year window. Some of them are locked up for longer, but they need to sign Huberto in two years, which is going to be a problem, and Uyghur in the same offseason. So that's going to take up a lot. Yeah. I don't, obviously, the cap's going to go up and Hornquist comes off the books. So there's definitely ways they can work around it. But like the guy, they have most of that core locked up for three years or at least two more years after this. Like Reinhardt's locked up, Bennett's locked up, Duclair's locked up, or Vergeki's locked up, Barkov's locked up. Like, all those guys are locked up. In so the they kind of have that
0: small window to make a playoff run.
1: Yes, hundred percent. After that, though, it's going to get really interesting because the cap's got to get tight for them eventually. When Huberto gets that extension, there's going to be three guys making almost
0: ten mil. Yeah. So, you might even get ten mil. Who yeah, you knows? That you was one His heart, his heart trophy favorite might get ten million plus. Just give him the same that Barkoff and
1: Vobraski uh, got. It's not hard, like. But then you got three guys making 30 mil, and then you gotta work with that. So and then Spencer Knight, if he's good, he'll need an extension. That's so cool. that'll be interesting. But I like I love I love the move from Florida's perspective. Like the charade trade kind of set up that they were gonna just pick up Giroux too. They, so, it, t-
0: it cost them less to get Drew than it did for Sherrod, which is so funny to me. So stupid. Like, so stupid. I can't even.
1: Like, in the fact that teams were mad they lost out on Sherrod. Yeah.
0: Did you see the Boston? The Boston Oh, no. You like... couldn't
1: extend Sherrod, so you extended <laughs> Lindholm. Oh, no. Poor Boston. Whatever. Poor what
0: Boston. Do. Out of all the cities this could happen to for sports, it's. God, horrible. they just
1: can't catch a break, man. Now they right. have to get the better defenseman. Fuck. Yeah. Like not much better because you know, I, I didn't realize how bad Lindholm's analytics have been the last few years. Oh, yeah. man! I, like I don't know what happened there. Maybe it's injuries. Maybe it's Anaheim. I don't. know. I think
0: it's injuries, Anaheim, and I believe he was playing mostly with Jamie Drysdale. But the thing is,
1: he has better analytics when he's playing with Drysdale than when he doesn't. So I really don't know what's going on with Hampus Lindholm. Like, it, that's like obviously we. I guess we can segue into that because I mean yeah. just. Into that, Hampus mm-hmm. Lindholm to Boston. It was a huge trade. It was the first two seconds they got Bacchanine in and I think they took. John they Moore
0: took on John Moore. Yeah,
1: that's a great trade from Anaheim's perspective, in my opinion. They always seem to find a way to trade with Boston, like the Kasha trade a couple yeah, years that's ago.
0: True. Nick Ritchie, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. David Backus, I think, was another. Well, he went the other way, I think.
2: Yeah.
1: oh I, I like that trade a lot. The eight-year extension is a little uh, yeah. suspect. I think it's at six and a half, right?
0: Yeah, 6.5 for eight years.
1: Yeah, that's um, probably not going to like that deal. A little deal, rich,
0: right? yeah, but yeah. Boston's trying to win right now.
1: Oh, 100%. And if you got a top four with those guys, Lindholm could be protected by the other three. Like, McAvoy's, like, goals four, I think, when he's on the ice. Yeah,
0: didn't they expect a goal for, like, 70%? That's insane. They're so good. Like, Mike
1: Riley's going to be on the third pair. Like, that's goofy. Oh, my gosh. Boston, like, it, it's a win for Boston. They didn't have to get rid of any roster players. I don't think Baca Nainan was going to be a roster player for them going forward from the, look to no. the looks of it. He'll definitely get a chance to Anaheim. It's it's just weird, though, because Anaheim just loves picking up, like, those 22-year-old left-handed defensemen, and they just don't pan out. Like, Jacob Larson, Brandon Gouley. like Aiden Flurry,
0: Like, <laughs> just
1: add them to the list. But um, I, I like that trade from both sides. Like, I, they got three really good picks. Not good, but, like, good enough. So, I can respect it. And also, you really don't know what's going to happen with Boston in the next couple of years, so those seconds might be kind of high. Who knows?
0: Yeah, um, that 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 defense is gonna be nasty because they're probably gonna keep Grizzly with McAvoy, I imagine, and then you're oh, probably gonna God. go Lindholm and Carl, and then Riley and Clifton, like whoo. And then I think they still got Derek Forbert who <sighs> is, like, Derek is Forbert's your
2: astronaut.
0: Yeah, that's that's not bad, even though they're paying him three million dollars. But I would, I would like to see Boston add another forward, though. Yeah, I. think probably, I Sorry. I was going to say, I think they're. I think I saw that they're interested in Andrew Cop with a bunch of other teams. So I wonder if that will turn into anything. Yeah, someone's going to overpay for Andrew Kopp. It's happening. Um, when overpay? He gets two... No way. Not when the he, last few days. Have when he gets two goals against the
1: Blackhawks tonight, and then Kubalik oh, gets yeah. two goals, and then Winnipeg just puts all those pitch swords in. It's just a cycle.
0: <laughs> um, What's going to happen? He's going to like drop two in the first period and then he's going to get traded like midway during the game.
1: <laughs> he's going to get off this shift and he's going to go straight to the locker room. And, like everyone's yeah. going to be like, there is chatter.
0: <laughs> yeah. there, there are tires being kicked right now. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh. Honestly. But I, I agree a hundred percent. They need to, I, Boston's got to get another forward. This, every team in the Atlantic's loaded up except the Leafs, but well, <laughs> um, who cares about them? Uh, the real team's loaded up, so you got to load up as hey, well. Hey, they got
0: Eric Schalgren. That's all they need. Ugh. Their next Jordan. I'm going to be
1: nice. Just No, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Just.
0: i got to be honest with you. No. Yeah.
1: I, I'm gonna keep we don't real. care. Nah.
0: <laughs> I'm going to But um, real CG. <laughs> I,
1: I like cop as an idea, though. Like, man, if Kyle wants to get really sneaky, Dylan Strome might be a good fit in Boston. Mm. If he wants to get sneaky – Like, dude, with the way the forward market's going, you can get a first for Strom right now. You should at least try. And, like, I liked what Strom's done on the team the last three months. Like, he has really taken strides, but...
0: You can get a first.
1: Man, it's assets, man. And... I don't know that contract's is going up in the offseason right now. He's making more money by the day, the day he got another assist last night. By the way, good for Seth for getting off the Schneid. He had got his first goal 35
0: since like, games. Effort. Dude,
1: and it was a nice goal too. Like poor guy. He's the well, first for at the
0: Tida's brother for Maribel. Look at Seth. Way.
1: He's only got like 35 horses. Don't worry about it. <laughs>
0: But, um, Did you see? Like, I'm pretty sure you're the one who sent it. Did you like? He's having his the best defensive season of his it was his, his and, career and the worst
1: offensive season, and he still got like almost 40 points. That's, like, that's, that's gonna good. be fine. Yeah. So, and, that, and that's think, what like, that's what the revolving doors his partner most of the year. Like, he's got Gus lately. Poor guy. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. Look, look how look how that uh worked out at the end of last game. Gustafson <sighs> with the brain. Farm. We will we won't talk about that again. We're focusing on that. <laughs> On yeah. the trades here. We're but... focusing on who Boston
1: can get. I'm, like, still yeah. thinking. I don't – I'm trying to think, like, what teams would sell. Max Domi.
0: I don't know if Max Domi would get could. Here, Domi, but... Boston would
1: love Domi, man. Oh, man. I wonder if Domi would be expensive. Like, I don't think that would – I don't think it would be that expensive.
0: But... I don't know if they get a first, but, like, a second round pick.
1: Because I don't think – Boston's not the team to give him a future first. That's just not what they do. Don Sweeney's not going to give up a 2023 first. A and, if they do,
0: they're, and if they do, they're going to extend them like they did with Lindholm. Yeah, and they're going to be like what, top 15. What I, like. Yeah, <laughs> is what I like what Boston does. Like every trade deadline, they find the guy, whether it works out or not. I think it was like, again, 2018 Rick Nash, that didn't really work out. Mike
1: Riley out. was the one one year. Yeah,
0: 2019 uh, was Charlie Coyle. And even though that contract isn't great, he's he still – If they win the Stanley Cup, we talk differently about that. Obviously, 2020, Andre Cashew didn't work out. And then last year – um, they traded for Taylor Hall, which for a great trade, like you got him for a second round pick. And then 2022, Hampus Lindholm, you get him, you trade a first round pick. And even though it's eight years, like he's still probably going to be good for half of that.
1: Oh yeah. And that, that's maybe the contract's super front loaded. So it can get traded on the back half. I don't know what, it's, what the deal is with the contract exactly, but Boston's making it clear. They're trying to win one more with Bergeron. And you gotta go for it, obviously, because you really gotta go for it before Postonak needs that extension because he's Not gonna true. get paid
0: mm-hmm. in three years. I'm pretty sure isn't Marshawn up soon or my? I, Let's I go know. check, good old. Let's cat. take. I know, I know. I know Bird, Bird uh, versus, runs a free, yeah, a off the I don't know if Marshawn, like well, Marshawn, I think is a
1: little. Oh man, Marshawn's got a good deal. He's got three more years at six. Oh, okay, yeah. So they he say, and like, Hall are up the same year. So and he's.
0: And he's one of those players that just gets better and better with age.
1: Aging like fine wine. Pasternak's yeah. up the year or after next year, though. So,
0: mm. that's I know McAvoy's be... locked up long term. So is Carlo. I think Grizzlick is too. Like they got some nice contract. I think they still got Swayman on a, on an ELC. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I'm kind of looking at the way their money's allocated. They're going to have the money for Pasternak, but like it's going to require losing their entire bottom six. But like, they'll have the money. It's just going to be really tight everywhere else. And they're, I, I'm. that's probably why Boston didn't get rid of any forward prospects because, like, they're going to really have to shell out that forward core soon. So,
0: yeah, and like now they been, uh, I think that they kept him. Like, they have Fabian Lassell who's doing really well. Lassell is probably going to
1: be their biggest hope for that scoring going forward because, like, they don't have a first this year. And they got to get someone in the pipeline eventually because these contracts are going to start – they're gonna start getting really cap strapped really soon. Unless Bergeron takes a sweetheart deal, which
0: good, he yeah.
1: will, because he's the fucking nicest person on the planet. <laughs> but um it yeah, I just I I think when Posternack gets paid, he deserves what McAvoy's making in that zone. So probably like 10 or 11. And I know Boston's got a thing with their forwards where they don't make a lot, but he deserves it. The guy's
0: getting 30 in his sleep every year. You Remember see. that quote for him where, where David Pastor Marks, I I would play for free or whatever. I feel like he would take a bit of a discount or. Oh my god! What was the a...
1: What was the one thing like four years ago where it was like I just hit David Mark's Ferrari or some shit? <laughs> like yeah. they took a picture and I, like I, he sent it to his dad, and I was like, Why would you send it to your dad? Your dad would probably shit himself with this insurance. <laughs> <laughs> you just hit a fucking NHL player's car. <laughs> you know what?
0: Another thing I saw. I saw a tweet. I forget who it was from. It's like. What, do you remember when Mike Camilleri got traded mid game, and then like, yeah, I remember this too. And there was that, there was I completely forgot about this. But when Matthew Shane got traded, I'm pretty sure it was when it, yes. when he was on Colorado. Like Blake Como got injured, and he got traded mid game, and like Matt Shane went behind, like helped Blake Como off, went behind him, and then got traded. I yeah. completely forgot that happened.
1: He like snuck right off the ice. I think it was at MSG too, which was really funny. So then yeah, I don't know where. I know
0: they. I knew they were on the road, but I can't remember. I think it was like. A, I think it was at
1: MSG because everyone saw it. It wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> sneaky, that's for sure. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, this league's so funny when trades happen. Like I'm gonna like we're gonna be at the Hawks game tonight, and I am literally like Flurry's supposed to be starting, so we'll see how this goes. It's like, and Kevin Lakey is out for the second period. <laughs> Mark Andre Flurry is not dressed. <laughs>
0: Future Minnesota Wild. Hmm.
1: Mm, this is. I need Kyle to go get a first this year. I need more capital.
0: <laughs> but Minnesota said they wouldn't trade their first. To year. I don't care. Get that. First.
1: Don't
0: care. Shouldn't care. <laughs> don't, care. Shouldn't care. <laughs> don't care. Shouldn't care. Plus ratio. Don't care. If Kyle Davidson owns your franchise. There it is. <laughs>
1: Don't care. We have the better Kyle D. Trade us Matthew guys
0: And, <laughs> and the Cameron. Bruins officially agree to that eight-year extension with episode. Ew.
1: This
0: is gross.
1: Um, okay, so, like, where is, like, so we think, like, the Han is probably the most – the Han and Carpenter are gone. Like, yeah, I think. Yeah. That might if be, the Han
0: isn't gone, what the hell are you doing? If the Han isn't gone,
1: then Kyle like what are we doing, my guy? At least go get a third. Like come Look on. at
0: the market, man. You, it, I wouldn't be surprised if they got a first, honestly.
1: Honestly, if they waited out long enough, did at least play one more time. Because if they get smoked one more time, they might do something
0: rash. I think they I think the Rangers want to add a defenseman too. I think like there. There's definitely teams Rangers, that'll.
1: Rangers play Carolina tonight. Oh, please get smoked. Carolina wants
0: one too. Um, from what I saw, they oh, also the Carolina.
1: Carolina. Please. Make that DeHahn back and care. Give us Jack Drury. Thank you.
0: <laughs> no, you know, give us Seth Jarvis.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like, what are you even talking about? Uh It fits my agenda. Thank
0: you. Exactly. <laughs> That's all that matters. My narrative. <laughs> That's
1: all that matters. Oh, sorry. Fine. We'll trade him for Brennan Brisson. There we go.
0: Better. <laughs> Hell yeah. DeHahn going to Vegas. <laughs>
1: Vegas. Oh God. I was like talking to a Vegas fan and they're like, Oh, we're going to like, what move are we going to make? And I was like, nothing, anything you're selling, <laughs> anything you are getting rid of people to get cap space.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're, you're trying to move like, I don't Duh. even know, Riley Smith, uh, <laughs> like anyone with money. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh,
1: right. Like I, they need a goalie. I don't know what goalie exactly they should pick up because there's no Anton Forsberg. Holy shit. They are gonna give up a second for Forsberg. This is they're gonna give up almost more than they did for Mark Stone for Anton Forsberg. Which by the way, I'm glad the rest of the NHL or hockey Twitter realized how bad that trade is all of a sudden. Someone was like Brandon Hagel got two firsts and you know Mark Stone. People
0: are one. saying the Hagel trade was better than what Buffalo got for Jack Egan. I'm like, well, exactly. I don't know, because with all due respect to Kachuk and Radish, like Tuck and Krebs are way
1: still gone. not better than the Seth Jones return.
0: Oh no, no, nothing will ever top that. That's my favorite. Like people are like,
1: oh man, like we shouldn't trade so and so defenseman. It's like, dude, the defenseman market is so stupid. If you have the right piece to trade, like
0: Carolina Chick- got a top fifteen pick.
1: Like anyone who thinks no one's gonna pony up that for Chickering eventually is stupid like, St. Louis – like, the St. Louis play today? Because that will be the breaking point,
0: actually. Yeah, like I I, They were in on Lindholm. They were in on Home, They were
1: in on Charlotte. Oh, my God. They're going to get Calvin DeHaan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> first-round pick for DeHaan. Woo! That's what I'm
1: saying, bro. Oh, my God. So, the Blues don't play. Damn. Um, I would – like, chickering into the Blues makes too much sense. And, like, they've, they've made it clear, like, the Leafs, they don't want to trade a first-round pick for a rental. So, that's a guy you get with term – Young, hopefully he gets better than he was last or this year because he think won't out.
0: be playing on Arizona, so he'll be better. Yeah,
1: we'll be with like <laughs> Justin Falk, who's been analytic darling. So, um I it I I one of these teams is gonna make a uh, hot fire move or whatever, like the hot seat move hot where team. they're just getting they're getting antsy. It's not gonna be Ken Holland, but um yeah, you
0: can you can pick and choose yours. Buying things of that nature. Exactly, yeah. Something, oh, yeah. something. Well, something I'm not going to buy.
1: That's all I know.
0: Yeah. Edmonton said that they want another left-handed kind of defenseman, so Calvin the to Edmonton. Mm-hmm.
1: Question mark.
0: Close nah, mustache. Give me...
1: Maybe give him Caleb Jones. I don't know. Maybe we get, like, Duncan Keith back or something. Just Sorry. Back. Sorry. <laughs> Dude. All right, here's one that gets spicy. If fucking Vancouver loses to Buffalo tonight, do they go all in on selling
0: Miller? Are they? The, geez, they should look at the freaking market. Dude, but the don't... market they can
1: get like two first and top prospect at this rate for Miller. Like holy like, crap!
0: Knowing them, they're gonna they're gonna extend them.
1: Yeah, but like, isn't it Rutherford there?
0: Like, isn't he like? Yeah, the... that is true. They have a new regime, but again, it's it's Vancouver. Like, I'll believe it when I see it. Rachel of. Dory, tell them to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: Don't worry, they'll trade Tyler Mott for a second and look like geniuses. Don't worry, it's coming.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and because uh, that's what's happening in San Jose right now. They're just extending all these guys that are on the wrong, like in their late 20s that are going to be on the wrong side. Of the- I saw, like, the the, 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 the cap-friendly thing. Where like all the guys extended like go into their late thirties. It's yeah. not good. I don't know what it sounds like. Hey, listen, I get
1: it. When you want when you're about to start family in California, it's great, but as a hockey team, that's not good.
0: Like no. Yeah, I'd
1: love to start my family
0: You're not gonna have a good time when you yeah. signed all these guys for eight, seven years. Don't
1: worry, they'll send Alex Barabanoff to three times
0: four. <laughs> six times six for Alex Barabano. Yes, Let's go.
1: My favorite. Gosh, um, who else can get traded? Phil Castle get traded? I know I bring this up every show.
0: Uh, it always <laughs> seems like we forget about him. I, I want to see him go, one, try to win another cup. I wish as like a depth guy.
1: Also, you saw the stuff that like Forsberg's not close on an extension, and then the crowd was chanting extend Forsberg last night after he broke the franchise record for goals. That's gonna get really. That's gonna t- get t- dicey. Yeah uh because i'm sorry he's not gonna ever score on this pace ever again you could get he's like on pace for 55 goals you could get so much tomorrow or today for Forsberg if you wanted to like i i promise you you think toronto was close to poning that up for hagel i think they'd be willing to throw a rental at Forsberg. i think a lot of teams would be willing to throw a rental at Forsberg. you'd be surprised like Tampa and Florida might be kicking themselves if Forestbrook gets thrown on the market last minute. Like, that's something that the Rangers should be all over if it happens. Like,
0: Ooh, that's a good one.
1: I don't know, man. Like, obviously, Poyle's going to extend to, like, 9 times 8. Like, I don't even know why I'm entertaining this thought. Which, by the way, speaking of the Predators, shout out to Roman Yossi, who's on, like,
0: 100 points. He's on the right I did the I'm math. Insane. points. He's... Like, I know the talk has been all on Kale Makar because, like, he's obviously, like, the flashy guy. He's, like, he's the new young guy. But, um... Yeah, I just Yossi's like yeah, Yossi's but the Roman man. Yeah, Roman Yosy, like, holy, like, not. You should be in heart consideration for that. Holy, serious, dude. The heart race is nuts this year. There's like, you could make a legitimate case for
1: like seven people. Because like, yeah. I think I think there's a case for like, I think Yossi and Saros can each have a case. I think that Matthews and Shosturkin, like, dude, I was watching that lightning game last night. Shosturkin was in his bag, man. Oh my god, he's so good. Like Shosturkin's probably gonna win it, but. He and Matthews have a like argument. Matt or McDavid and Dreisad will always have an argument because yeah. they're amazing. I would argue Ovechkin's got an argument this year because of how amazing he's been. Like, there's some names out there that I, I, have,
0: I would have Johnny Gaudreau. Well, really, the whole Cali Johnny Gaudreau is one. one. Yeah, Kirill yeah, Kaprizov so is Like, there's just Kaprizov,
1: man. Like, come on,
0: he's on like a hundred five point pace. Yeah, you could probably go like ten players deep in and be like, yeah, didn't really even good. name him. Well, yeah. <laughs> Or I think you do. (laughs) Alan Walsh.
1: Alan Walsh, be like. I mean, honestly, you could like probably give it to Pasternak, too, with the amount of injuries Boston's had. Like, they've held afloat for a good bit. Like, McAvoy should get Norris votes, but that's never going to happen, as we always
0: say. No, he he doesn't get points. No, No, but his course,
1: he's, like, literally 70%.
0: Even though, he, even though he, like, literally nothing happens in the defensive zone when he's there. <laughs> Dude, I, when we
1: played Boston, I think this it was the first or the second time, um, DeBrinkin and McAvoy got in a one-on-one, and it was just a war. <laughs> Holy crap. Like, it and him, like, went at it for a good, like, 10 seconds, like, going, like, probably 50 feet up the ice. I was like, yep, that's good hockey right there.
0: <laughs> that's good hockey right there. Two good American boys that went in the same draft.
1: Yep, and they can't play on the Olympics, buddy. <laughs>
0: Nope, because yeah. well, good would happen this year, but we didn't go in twenty eighteen because fuck growing the game. We hate hockey so much because you like don't play. make money
1: if you're Gary Batman and you send the dividends. And as we know, Gary Batman's a mouthpiece for the owners. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Just even looking at the go- the goal scoring he's like Chris Carter has forty, Kyle Connor has thirty eight, like. <sighs> Oh, Conner, man. 32. that's ridiculous.
1: Dude, good for Matt Duchesne, honestly. Yeah. He, that's like a career high in goals, I'm pretty sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Fuck. And Fuck. Jason Robertson does not get enough credit. Jason Robertson and
1: Kabelski are having amazing seasons this
0: Air year. Bands, yeah.
1: Hayskidim was great before he got uh, mononucleosis. I love the yeah, meme. That's,
0: that's tough for them.
1: Uh, do you know the Sam Darnold meme where they – so Sam Darnold got mono – and he fucking, like, ESPN on Monday Night Football showed, like, a fucking graphic. And he, like, points the football at the screen. And it says, Sam Dark My oh, yeah, <laughs> it's, like, that. it's like, that's what everyone was doing that for Miro. And I was like, oh, man.
0: I love graphics like that. One. <laughs> the one where it's, like, man days on Earth. 6,000 combined or whatever.
1: Love that. Yeah, that's the best graphic ever, honestly. It's
0: so funny. By the way, since
1: this team has been in on every team at the deadline, what are the Kings going to do? Are they going to buy? Because, like, I they've been in on every big name.
0: I heard they're in on uh, Garland from Vancouver. Oh Dude, Garland would be so fucking sick in L.A.
1: I'd give up. Like, And apparently, like, whatever the prospect they're looking at is, isn't one of their big ones. Like, it's some defensive prospect, and it's not. Dude, they
0: got a go They of yeah. an man.
1: No, exactly. And Garland's got term He just signed that, for like, what, five-year extension?
0: Yeah, like, I think he's making, like, a like a Brown, on don't why a trade Connor Garland, if we're being honest,
1: but, like, dude, Garland, like, their right side would be Garland, Arvidson, Brown, and, like, that's, oh, fuck that's a damn good right side. The left side's got Kempe, I, I follow Trevor Moore. The middle is fucking Kopitar, Dano, Byfield, like, Oh, Dude, yeah. that's a nasty top nine going forward. If they
0: get another, like, left-handed defenseman in there, mm-hmm. like, Chick, like Chick, I heard they're in on that would be,
1: yeah. Chikrin in L.A. would be sick. Yeah. Like, that's the move that no one expects oh, to have.
0: breaking trade, Frank Cervelli. The Florida Panthers are acquiring <laughs> Robert Hag from the savers. <laughs> Jacob
1: is like, no one wants Robert Hagg. <laughs> oh, they're
0: going to like a third or fourth for him, I bet.
1: Dude, if they get a fourth for Robert Hag, let alone a third, that's such a fucking win. And Kyle that Davis get my... on the goddamn phone if that's the case.
0: <laughs> one of my favorite uh, things from the Bristol Island trade is like, you traded Robert Hag, and you somehow got a worse defense. How? <laughs>
1: And then speaking of bad defensemen from Philly, like Philippe Myers is on waivers today. That's like right. he's getting claimed. He's gonna get claimed by someone. Seattle should be all over.
0: Him. An offer. Yeah.
1: Seattle, Arizona, Montreal. Like someone's gonna claim him. Maybe New Jersey. Ooh, New Jersey would be a good claim. Um did you see Severson might extend in New Jersey? Like, I don't know why Freed went out of his way to answer that one comment. They were like, any – <laughs> Someone literally in the comments of what it was saying, he's like, any chatter on Severson? And he's like, don't think he's going to get traded. If anything, he's going to get extended. And I'm just like, really had to ruin Devils fans' nights like that. You're a menace.
0: <laughs> just he's a menace to society.
1: Went out of his way. Holy crap.
0: But – um, I, You know what the funny thing? Like I, I looked through, like, Elliot Freed – Think Vancouver is one of the teams with interest in Travis. Okay, well, the the tire-kicking is picking up here.
1: Time for the bum defenseman to get traded today. Calvin DeHaan, you're up, buddy. (laughs) First round pick. Woo! fucking Goldberg, man. We want
0: a true first-round pick for Calvin DeHaan. We want players with Turnbull. Then extend him. (laughs) extend him. There's such an easy solution. Give him the Tucker Pullman contract. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know what? Not only give him that, but give him the no movement clause. Just give, give him, him the
1: incentive-laden contract to sponsor his brewery. He'll sign them for cheap. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Calvin's gonna be Calvin was Calvin's had a good tenure here, but he I he won't be that.
0: Nice, we need I'm that sorry. first round pick for him, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, just going back to points like Nazem Kadri's up with seventy four. Like it's it's it's, it's it's cartoonish. It is EA Sports ish.
1: Kadri's gonna get paid and. Like, whoever does pay him, you're an idiot. You're a Philly. Dude.
0: It's they the need that Cole moment. Drew replacement.
1: Seattle? No, Seattle. Seattle's not that dumb. There's no mm-hmm. way. Seattle's going to overpay right. anyone's control. But, <laughs> um, fuck. Like, I'm still going through, like, a list of people who could maybe get traded. Like, Raquel is the one that I feel like is wow, so completely about Raquel, too. Like, he could still probably get a first the way he's playing this year. Um, I trust definitely teams that could use a Raquel. Washington always comes to mind for me. Uh, New York comes to mind. Like a lot of teams that need middle six scoring. <sighs> Dude, you can get a return. I guess for Toronto
0: Raquel. needs middle six scoring now because DeVars and Nylander aren't clicking. I yeah, I saw
1: Kasha got hurt again, which sucks. Another concussion. Like, I feel so bad for the guy, but yeah. he kind of like fell into Duchesne's elbow. So, like,
0: Yeah, like I know a lot of people were mad about that, but like that was really just a freak accent. But, of course, it had to be Kasha.
1: Yeah, and, like, you know, it's just just shit luck sometimes. Like, concussion history, it happens. And, like, I've heard, like, I think Dangle said it multiple times, that team plays different with Kasha in the lineup. It gives them a lot more depth. So maybe that kind of puts a fire under Kyle Dubas' ass a little more to make a trade.
0: You get Ryan Carpenter and Kyle pong for the
1: first. No, and they extend no. them for four years each. They don't it's get dominant Kubali because he's got that goal-scoring touch. Um,
0: I am told Aaron Eckblad will be placed on LTI, L, the LTIR and will not return during the regular season, but sometime during the first round.
2: So, Who is Florida
0: going to pick up now? Well... Robert Hag, but no, <laughs> everyone that. else that will be interesting. So cast space is no longer an issue for Florida Panthers. Expect them to be active and maybe use that space after Hag deal to, to recoup some dra- some picks. With who though?
1: Yo, did they get off back from Vegas?
0: Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. I don't
1: know, man. Dominic Lee come on down. <laughs>
0: Only oh, okay. Anaheim, Edmonton, and Winnipeg are interested in him. I
1: don't get that at all. Anaheim
0: doesn't make any sense. But... None of
1: them makes sense, if we're being honest. I don't know how he has a market. He, he has stunk this year. No offense to Dominic Kubelik, but he has not been good. Like, the like the Dominic Kubelik haters are probably just, like, sitting in happiness right now. But, like, for people like us who, like, thought he was a decent player, this is just, like, you're just This is not workable
0: right. for the you're, agenda.
1: You're proving everyone right at this point that you just don't do anything away from the puck. And the fact but... that...
0: You know what's funny? There was a certain someone someone who thought Dominic Kublik was better than Alex to so There is that. God, I won't well, mention them by name, but uh, that's all we'll say. Gee, I wonder
1: how it is covering the shitty ass Kraken.
0: <laughs> that's, that's, that's all I'll we'll say about that. Anyways, um, I don't, I don't know if we even talked about this, but Marc-Andre Fleury potentially going to Minnesota. Um, Minnesota!
2: Minnesota! Minnesota!
0: <laughs> Um, I was kind of doing reading about that. Apparently the Wild wanted to acquire Fleury, I think, back in 2020 after they after the Vegas Scott Leonard. So there's apparently and I'm I'm pretty sure he wanted to like go there, but like they couldn't make a deal happen. So there's there's some interest there. And also Bill Guerin was with Marc Andre Fleury when the Penguins won the cup in two thousand nine. So obviously the, the good old hockey connection there and <laughs> Minnesota does need a goalie because uh Kakanen's not been good, Talbot has not been good. Um uh, I saw that he's Talbot is on a five game winning streak, but uh, how much faith do you really have in Cam Talbot going into the playoffs? Uh, Marc Andre Fleury would definitely be better. Again, Minnesota doesn't want to give up their first, but. You also look, they, they have a really good prospect. pool. if you can snag one of those prospects, even if it isn't like Rossi or Bully, which they're not going to give up, like you could still get or Wallstead, you're not getting Esker so, like you could still they're get not even getting like
1: you, you, they should be more focused on getting draft capital from Minnesota. And I know they don't want to go up there first, so like I just don't think there's a match there because I just don't think Minnesota is going to give up their big prospects, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. not big prospects, but even like the prospects that would kind of move the. You know, move the chain. Move the needle. Yeah, yeah. Move, move the needle. There you go. Um, that's just my opinion because I don't like. I've really delved deep into Minnesota's prospect pool, so I don't know how deep it is to say.
0: It's pretty good, yeah. Like one, the the thing, like uh, I don't know if you heard Jack McBain, but he's someone who uh they drafted in twenty eighteen. Names. Yeah. um, He's had a great year in college. I think I can't remember. I think he played in Boston College. I can't remember. But yeah, he's like, he, has, he scored like a lot of goals. He was point per game. I think he had like 20 goals in 30 games or something close to that. He was point per game and played for Canada at the Olympics. He's like a six three six four guy. He's kind of a late bloomer, but but he's not signing a Minnesota. So if Like that, maybe that's someone Chicago would target and trade like that. I don't know. But yeah, that's just, that's just a, just a guy. Oh yeah, no.
1: I I, I'd say I trust your opinion 100 percent more on prospects. Like I, I don't really delve too deep into them because all the ones I like either don't pan out or they just
0: don't. The nice <laughs> time you need. Dylan Olson, no God. Um, <laughs> but
1: I'm just. I don't think Florida's going to get traded. Still, I really don't. No, think No, I he don't is. either. Like it would have happened already. I think if it was going to. Um, I respect the hell out of him for declining as many teams as he has.
0: Toronto and Washington
1: because I'm genuinely curious how much Washington's willing to give up if they've gone to them that many times and Fleury said no that many times like I that it, it, I'm curious about that one but there's also the max chaos trade where they send him back to Vegas and they get Brendan Brisson. so yes, that's the please. one I want
0: yes please yes, please. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool.
1: Oh yeah. But um besides that, like I'm trying to think like what other big names are on the market tomorrow that like could get moved. Like now
0: every big move is currently. Yeah, a lot of the big players have been moved.
1: Yeah. Like unless like we like we said, unless something changes in the next 24 hours so where like JT Miller's back in the market and Philip Forcer's back in the market or something like that, it, it might be quiet tomorrow. Like it's gonna be a lot of overpays for third pairing and bottom six guys probably
0: yeah um, um so sorry. i went to daily face off and looked at like their their trade ward list and number one claude drew has been traded number two Hampus Lindholm's been traded. number three mark giordano
1: oh i forgot about giordano yeah he'll get traded <laughs> he has to get traded that's for yeah, seattle i think i think Norman,
0: i think him and calvin de are in the same boat Where like they're probably i think giordano is better but Okay, Pierre Lebrun. I don't know where things will go between Mark Minnesota and Chicago regarding Marc-Andre Fleury, but we know the Hawks' asking price last week was a first-round pick for Fleury, and we know that the Wild don't want to move a first-round pick for rentals, so something we have to give there, blah, blah, blah. Kind of no, it's like, almost little, guess like, said. <laughs> yeah, kind, of, kind of the same stuff that we saw yesterday. but um, yeah. uh, there, In other
1: words, there is no chatter.
0: <laughs> no, no tire kicking.
1: Yeah, someone's got, someone's got to uh, give up for a second.
0: Yeah, so Marc-Andre Fleury is number four on the list. Ricardo Kell is number five on the list. Brandon Hangels is number six. He's been traded. Nick Paul of the Ottawa Senators. Oh, yeah, is Nick Paul is oh, going to get off. A- Nick Paul's going to get a second.
1: It like, he- he won't surprise me. Yeah, because
0: he's one of those guys who plays really good defensively. You can put him in your bottom six, blah, 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 blah. For sure. Number like, eight. This is an interesting one. Tyler Bertuzzi. Tyler
1: Bertuzzi. Oh, dude. Bertuzzi can get a haul. Like, obviously, you can't trade him to Canada, but like, 48 points in 50 games, like, you've got to trade him. Stevie wise, got something
0: up his sleeve. Have to. So yeah, going back to Tyler Bertuzzi, uh, he has one after the season, he has one year left, uh, 4.75. I really could see him being like, uh, Steve Eiserman making another, uh, trade like he did with Matt the last year, like getting like maybe a first round pick and like a decent roster player.
1: Oh, hundred percent. And Bertuzzi, you, you got to sell high on him. I feel like right now. And, uh, Detroit's not going anywhere. They had their fun. Um, it would make sense to trade another guy like that. I don't think you trade Larkin still. Um, no. You you kind of have the young guys still there. Uh, Fabry getting hurt sucks. Yeah, that's really I feel Isn't
0: that. Right, Steven?
1: Yeah, Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I'm just. I wonder how big his market is due to like the playing factor because. Like, um-
0: Sorry. From what I heard, is that like I'm pretty sure Canada is like loosening the restrictions on like vaccinations. I'm pretty sure in April. So I, I I haven't done the full detail on like the read the full details on it. So I think that might like he might be able to. I don't know again, I don't know too much about that, but
1: that's true. So then maybe maybe that opens up a bigger market for sure. And then he's got a year left also. So yeah, he's gonna, 4.75. Oh, yeah, that's a contract that someone's going to eat right up. So like we said, I wonder which team gets a uh, you know wonder which feet wonder which team well, gets, gets fancy exactly gets, gets ants, ants in their the pants. pants. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I I wanted to bring this up earlier, but I completely forgot. I just saw I think Elliot Freeman retweeted it that day. Uh, Don Sweeney said that David Krejci is a non-option because I saw that uh, his season ended in the Czech the Czech Republic. So I was like hmm. kind of wondering like what if he comes back? But he's like man, I ain't going back to America. But I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> I'm chilling over in Europe. I don't yeah. need to be there. With um, his family, he's probably he's probably living the life right now. He's oh, yeah, a happy man, probably. Yeah. Um, sure. Next name on the board, uh, also Red Wing, former Blackhawk legend Nick Letty.
1: Nick Letty's going to a second or a third.
0: Yeah, I remember hearing like talks like, at the beginning of the year, holy, Nick Letty might get a first playing with Moritz Snyder, and uh, that's not the case. Uh, yeah. Number 10, we kind of touched on him already, Jacob Chikrin. Uh, number 11, Max Domi kind of touched on him uh, number twelve, Brock Besser. He's a pending RFA. And with us, ooh, with I, I forgot about this. A seven point five million, million 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 dollar minimum qualifying offer. That's a lot of M's. I wonder if New Jersey takes a swing at Besser because they can Besser get, and Hughes. Ooh. like
1: they could pay the qualifying offer for sure. And New Jersey's got the players and stuff to give up. I would think.
0: Apparently next. Vancouver had in- I think they had interest in Zaka. Maybe like they could do Zaka for Besser swap. I don't know because I think Zaka's a UFA or RFA too. But I imagine his like qualifying offer money won't be as high. For sure. Yeah, I feel like that's
1: a Besser's a guy where a lot of the bottom teams are going to be in on him. I feel like because the contending team won't have enough to put in that seven and a half million dollar qualifying no. offer. But like, I don't know, man. Like a team like Ottawa, maybe. Like if they wanted to take a swing at a forward. That's a good one to swing at. Like there's a lot of young forward cores that could use a goal score like that. And if he's really lost his home in Vancouver, that's, that's a guy a lot of teams should at least take a swing at. See how much it costs. Hmm.
0: Another Canuck and also another former Blackhawk, Tyler Mott. I think we kind of talked about him as well. He'll, he'll probably get moved for like a second or a second. Or, it wouldn't surprise me if he got a second, honestly, because he just – again, it's like one of those guys who can play in your bottom six. Remember when he got like – when he when he had like three goals against St. Louis and clearing that like shorthanded goal. <laughs> like he can – he's proven he can play in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, he plays the
1: right way, which is what a lot of coaches want for their fourth line. Like it wouldn't surprise me if like – like that's a guy Tampa. I wouldn't be surprised went at, yeah. but they kind of already did their move. But like they already yeah. got someone better with Hagel. Exactly. Like man, that's that's a, that's something like a contending team just grabs as one more piece. Like maybe Daryl Sutter grabs that as like,
0: Ooh, Calgary wouldn't be bad. One last piece for the fourth line. I don't know. And speaking of the Calgary Flames, number fifteen Sean Monahan. He has one he more sucks. year, at I don't. I don't know how he moved that,
1: but yeah. he's he, that's an offseason move in my opinion. Yeah. Unless
0: there's a total hockey trade for JT Miller. Yeah. <laughs> um I skipped over him, but we kind we also talked about him. Damon Severson, uh, I guess he's probably gonna sign him an extension in New Jersey. So that's gonna be
1: weird.
0: Yeah. Uh, we talked about him, Jack McBain, he's not gonna sign with Minnesota. I think Minnesota wanted like a second round pick for him for his rights, but they're probably not gonna get that because might as well just wait till the Mark like the free agency market sign on August fifteenth, but at the same time, like if you're Chicago and somehow trade Mark Andre Fleury for to them, maybe that's a piece you pick up. But uh yeah. Does, um,
1: um, what position does McBain play? Is he a forward? Right, He's a center. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, I I don't know much about him, that's
0: why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really didn't either, but don't did you. some uh, reading on him. Did some hashtag scouting. Mm-hmm. Robert Hag likely to Florida. They were talking about a fifth rounder. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Andrew Kopp Uh, kind of talked on talked about him. Winnipeg is interesting because I think they coming into the season they expected to at least get a wild card spot, but I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. So you just sell, 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 and you'll probably get a lot for Andrew Kopp. Exactly. And I, I don't know. What, I'm gonna go check the cap friendly real quick. I don't know what. Oh, uh, Winnipeg. Like. Yeah. I, want to I see. guess the uh, Dylan Schmidt pairing didn't work out so well. You know oh, what? It they didn't try hard well. enough. <laughs> you know what? I bet they work so hard, but the team around them can't play defense at Kyle Connor, Mark you know, They're
1: defensemen. That's their job. No Logan Stanley, obviously. Um, Pierre-Luc Dubois an RFA this offseason.
0: Ooh, that's right. I forgot about that.
1: Paul Stastny's is a UFA. wonder if he Trade gets him,
0: to- him, trade him, trade him. Yeah,
1: Go. This is his last year. any Sveshnikov. Maybe can get something for him. Um, I don't think so, though. Defense—they're kind of locked up. So, like, if they're going to trade anyone on defense, damn, they have really got everyone on defense locked up at least three years. That's tough.
0: They can't even trade. They can't even trade one of their defensemen at the defenseman market unless
1: half of them got no trade clauses.
0: Yeah, that's right. Because I think Schmidt has one.
1: Yeah, Schmidt's got one. demello has got one.
0: Really? Eh? I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, the, Mel's got like a like a medium no-trade call, or modified no-trade call. six teams. So, in other words, send me out of Canada.
0: <laughs> yeah, basically. That's pretty much what it always is. Number 18, Alexander Gordiev. Um Maybe Vegas? That's an off-season move, I think. For Buffalo is
1: in on too.
0: Yeah, that, would, that wouldn't be bad either, Buffalo, because they kind of need to go away, because Craig Anderson's like 50 years old. Right. And number nineteen, we talked about him earlier. Pavel Zaka, yeah. So he is a uh, RFA arbitration eligible this offseason.
1: That's a guy where they're probably going to exchange an RFA in return for him. So. Yeah,
0: that's. What I was thinking like, I wonder if that them and Vancouver make a move like Besser and Zaka. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I could see that, like Zaka and like a pick or something, because. I think obviously Bester's a better player of the two, but Zaka's Zaka's really had a slow development curve, but he's come along the last year or two.
0: Yeah, he's,
1: he's been pretty solid. He's just not. He's just down the depth chart. Like he's not better than Heisher. He's not better than Hughes. Like you're not getting those top six minutes. It's simple as that.
0: No. Number twenty, Anton Forsberg, who is a UFA. He has a 13 12, oh, a 13, 12 and two record with a nine sixteen save percentage. Trade him for a second.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, and take like, it so it. serious. Mm-hmm. Number twenty two, Philip Zadina is interesting. Really? Yeah. Again, this is just on the tra- the other trade board for Daily Face off. I'm just going through, it, but yeah. Dude, if you're Dude. the
1: Blackhawks, do you take a flyer on Zadina? I think so.
0: Yeah, especially if it's for cheapies yes, please.
1: Bro, like that's I've been a big Zadina guy since the draft. Like, I don't know why his development has been so strange, but the like talents yeah.
0: is possession, like his possession stats are good and all that like he just can't put the puck in the back of the net consistently i don't know why like he has everything he just can't maybe playing with
1: patrick kane now fix the problem um yeah yeah but right. that's a guy think. Like, i didn't even know he was on the trade or on like his trade list i would definitely take as like if i'm a team like once again that's like a better thing if i'm a younger team i would take it i'd definitely take a flyer on that at least and that's another thing where you would probably trade a prospect who isn't developing at the rate you would like them to. Wonder if... Hmm. Now I'm thinking. Now I'm half. Got me thinking. Exactly, bro. Wonder if there's like a Zadina for Bodan plus swap we can do.
0: Mm. But Bodan's
1: value so effing low now; like it's not happening.
0: Yeah. No. Like. Ugh. Yeah, that's yeah. that's been tough for Bodan. Yeah, it's a tough season in Rockford.
1: Doesn't help that the competition is probably really deep on the blue line
0: there, but like he's not, helping. yeah, like he's, not behind, he's behind Galvis Phillips and probably if Kaiser signs within the next year or two, he's gonna be behind him. Sam, he might even be behind Nolan Allen too. So Ugh. Alex Vlasic, too, yeah. Um, speaking of left handed defensemen, uh, there's like 50 names on the list, so I'm just gonna go, we're gonna go halfway through, and it's fitting mm. because number 25 is Calvin DeHaan. Um, so number 23, Carson Susie is interesting because after this is one more season at 2.75. So that's a guy of turn. Maybe if you're Seattle, oh, you could get something good for that. Mm-hmm. Um, number 24, Alexander Barabanov. I think we kind of talked about him. He's a UFA. Uh, he's probably going to get some money. And then number 25, Kelvin Don. The- <laughs> they got a sixth. Jeez. A sixth. <laughs> oh, I
1: right. going to get a fourth.
0: No, Robert Hag is not. The, I, I, Calvin DeHaan needs to get a second-round pick. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so.
1: By the way, Carson Soucy should be a guy that a lot of teams should be looking at. That's a mm-hmm. solid bottom-four defenseman. And
0: he's
1: yeah. young too,
0: I think. The scoop on Calvin DeHaan. The Bruins are one of the teams that has been eyeing DeHaan, but teams say the asking price is high from Chicago. The left side of Boston's defense has been a black hole, so that makes sense. He struggled at times this season like most of Chicago's blue but It would be a decent third pair option on a strong team. DeHaan is 20th in the NHL in block saw, shot since the start of 2013-14. That is good to know. And Think of all that missed
1: time he's had, too.
0: Yeah. Well, let's see if he was playing all those minutes and all those games where he would oh. be then.
1: I love hearing that the Blackhawks have a high asking price.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Are we... Dude, are they talking the leafs with Shen and Mod? Oh God. <laughs> God, I love this. I love this straight outline. Kyle, not even the best Kyle D in the league. I love it.
0: I know. I, I've I've been saying this. I've been saying I'm trying that. to tell the people,
1: Pierce. <laughs>
0: exactly. My, my my agenda, the best Kyle D in the league. The um Kyle. number Ryan Carpenter is number thirty five on the list.
1: Honestly, any team should take a throw a fifth and get him. Like he is a good fourth liner.
0: And Dominic, kind of yeah, and then Fuck. Dominic Kubalik is at forty-eight. That dude just—he
1: can't—he can't do anything. And by the way, if they wanted to help him get out of his rut, you would put him on power play.
0: Yeah, you don't put him in the bottom. What is that? I, I don't like know I,
1: the, the coach isn't helping. The coach never helps with him, obviously. But like, he is—I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, if he literally just score like three goals, he have a market. But hmm. no. goal scorer can't score
0: goals. It's never good. Uh, I they played and yeah, you bring up they played a night. I wonder if they scratched the Han Kublik and Carpenter. I'll
1: well, know. I'll be there at warmups and I'll be like, oh look,
0: or who's gonna
1: who are they who are they even call up? Would it be like Josiah Slavin?
0: Like, Probably. Uh, they might call Breichel for another couple games. I don't know.
1: Oh wait, well they ran seven D last night and Kershaw didn't even play. So, oh yeah, yeah. And, by the way, I, there was no point in running 7-D. Like, congrats, Alex Vlasic, but
0: I'm pretty sure you played five minutes. No, I think that was just to get him in the lineup. Yeah, he played, like, five minutes. Yeah, I. they probably should send him to Rockford and, like, I don't know. I feel like what they should do is, like, not give, like, any of these defensive full-time, but, like, just keep sending, like, down to Rockford and then call another guy up, you know? Just be like, okay, Vlasic, you go down. We'll give uh, White Cowan, like, a chance or whatever. We'll give Nicholas Bodin a chance, Isaac Philly, blah, 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 blah whatever, just, like, keep, like, rotating them so that way they're not in the NHL full-time, but they also get a taste, and then they get mostly get to play in Rockford. That's, like, actually a decent team, and not bottom of the barrel. Oh, yeah. Also, I love, I love how Kevin Weeks breaks trades. Like, I just got a notification from him. He's just, like, outside of cards. Like, Robert Hayek has gone for a fifth-round pick, and Weeks. then <laughs> and when he announced the Lindholm trade, he was literally, he was getting a hair <laughs> like, that's the most boss shit ever. I, don't like I have Weeks so much respect
1: for Kevin
0: Weeks. And he broke the Manson trade, in the first one. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Hey, he's, he's, man, he's like right up there with the top insiders with how he's been breaking. He was the one, who, I remember, he was the one who broke the uh, the Mantha mm trade. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep.
0: Because I didn't have his notifications on because I'm like, Kevin Weeks and noted NHL insider. I guess I slept on him. But like, I just saw breaking news. I'm like, huh? And then I see. Kevin Weeks, and, I sleep.
1: But, um, oh yeah. I, uh, there's like, we've had to like change the, um, insider notifications this year because Freege has been lacking. He's been behind. Yeah. Freege has been behind on everything this year. Fucking Saravalli and, um, weeks are taking the front row. Well, Sarah Bali doesn't get credit because he literally went ghost when he announced the Hagel trade for an hour.
0: <laughs> like, you can't do that. that. That was the same for the Lindholm trade. Like, that took like an hour. Hearing of... there is
1: chatter. <laughs> like, yeah. that's all he Tires had.
0: are being kicked.
1: Multiple things coming back. And then Andy Shirkland's like, I don't think it's that good of a returns. I'm a Blues owner. Like, shut up. Like,
0: he only gets one first-round pick. Mm. Mm. One,
1: two, three.
0: This does not fit my
1: agenda. Meh. Yeah, it does
0: not fit my agenda. The St. Louis Blues losing in the first round, man mm-hmm. Or like the St. So Louis is the Blues. The St. Louis Blues! Ha.
1: Oh my goodness
0: gracious. Oh those bozos. What can I say? Oh <laughs> those bozos. Um, I don't know. If you have anything else to add or we can wrap this up before... Uh, you know, all the big trades happen.
1: Uh, no, I think I'm good. As soon as we end this, someone's getting
0: traded. So, <laughs> well, yeah, it's probably gonna be like uh, Chikrin's probably gonna get traded for like three first round picks and like, you,
1: you know, know, something light, something light. You know, nothing huge.
0: Just a little, a little appetizer for tomorrow when we do the uh, the trade deadline stream.
1: Heck yeah! What time are we starting that for the hashtag listeners?
0: Uh, for the listeners out there, the two lists the two and a half listeners. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, the the podcast we did with Jacob, but the three and uh, almost three and a half hour one we did. It's like in, it's already in our top ten most listened to. Uh, Dude, I told you
1: people like longer shows. I wasn't kidding. Like it's yeah, good. Maybe, it's good. Background. We should
0: like maybe we should like just like sit here for another two hours and just, like, say nothing. Just, like, oh, my God. Let's just oh, another three-hour the- show! And then it's just, like, the second half is just silence. Second
1: it's half weird. is just us counting back from a
0: 1,000. Yeah. Just, <laughs> we, 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 we we're staring at each other. <laughs> it's like, all right, yeah. I
1: need to turn my camera this way. There we go. <laughs> it's like,
0: you look this way. Yeah. This way. There we go. Yeah, We. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, we'll probably – um yeah, I, I just keep getting notifications and like I keep getting distracted. I, know, I like I want to like, It's just breaking news. And I'm like, no, it's just something that happened before. Yeah, but, it's but yeah, so the so mountains tomorrow the stream will be 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, which is 10 am central time which is 11am eastern standard time and if you live on the west the west coast then that's 8am pacific standard time there you go there's time zones and that means it'll be ending at 2 p it'll be ending at 2pm which is 3pm central standard time which is 4pm eastern standard time which is if you live on the west coast 1pm eastern standard time so there you go if you live in any time zone in north america there you go. But if you live in Europe, say Germany, if you're a certain someone, then I think you're. I think Germany is eight hours ahead of Mountain Standard Time, so you figure that out. You do the math. Exactly. Quick. Math. It's eleven. It's a. It's exactly eleven right now. It would be seven seven PM in Germany right now. <laughs> All right. So yeah. Um. Hopefully there is some trades left for tomorrow. Uh. It's gonna have a lot of fun. Jacob's gonna be on there again. Jimmy's finally gonna be back. That's gonna be fun. So yeah. Um well I hope you have fun at the uh, Blackhawks game tonight. Well as much fun as you can have. I just see them score some goals.
1: Like I don't care if
0: they win. I just don't want to see him get blown. No, okay. out I want to see a Boris Kachuk or Taylor Radish goal.
1: Yes, please. And honestly, or it might be my- Flurry's last star as a hawk, so that's gonna be sure? kind
0: of- it could be, it could be. Um one of one of my Tampa friends said to call uh Boris Kachuk big ball in Boris. Big
1: Ball and Boris, I fucking, <laughs>
0: love that. I fucking love that.
1: Yes, that's the name of the. Well, podcast. Not
0: only that, when you type it out, you have to use like the B emoji. Dude, come on, you know this. Oh yeah, yeah oh, That's the, yeah. the, pod- that's,
1: the bi- that's the name of the podcast, Big Ball and Boris. Big
0: Ball and Boris. <laughs> what a guy! My, was... my my original one in mind for the for the uh, the podcast name was a uh, uh, Tampa Bagel for like Brandon Hagel. Oh, like, Tampa Big Bagel's Bagel. good too. I like that. <laughs> so <laughs> I I'm gonna know have, I'm gonna have fun choosing which child it's gonna be. You, you already know what it's gonna be, but oh yeah. Ending this <laughs> off I'm gonna have a fun time. Which one will it be? Oh, find out. To a a t-
1: surprise t- for the listener,
0: yeah, it's gonna be like it's just gonna be a blank name. It's like tune in to next show to find out what the name for this podcast will be. Well uh, find nah, out. That's all
1: folks.
0: Anyways, yeah, let's turn this sucker off. Um, it's always a pleasure doing this with you and Schmidt. I'm, I'm looking forward for tomorrow and for Heck anyone yes. who's listening, enjoy your Sunday and, uh, <sighs> it's, what, 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 Silly season. This just, yeah. Silly season.